boys, gays, everything in between. Welcome to another episode of Who Dad Rises Up? <laughs> Sports with a gay twist. I am Kenny Cantrell, and you guys are in for episode tonight because I'm feeling my cocktail already. Of course, I'm here with my sister, Glenn. What's up, everybody? You know they say, you know, get me drunk and enjoy the show. Well, there mm-hmm. it is, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> enjoy. <laughs> oh, bless him. Praise the Lord. I couldn't tell that day woke me out. I don't know what the hell is going on, but you guys yeah, are in for I was about to say, I was like, you know, I was about to warn to say, you know, I can't be held responsible with what comes out of my mouth tonight. But then I thought to myself, you know, I really don't give a fuck what I say on this thing anyway. So no, <laughs> I've used the P word a few times in the F word. So, you know, it's a podcast. Right. My podcast, my monkey. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. well, the emphasis, as we said from day one, is this is like this is sports talk in our own way. So, you know, again, and gay. <laughs> Too, it's, we really forget that other people are around at times. We really do. It's, 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 like, oh, we, oh, we're supposed to be hanging out with other people. Oh, got it. Sorry, that's, that's kind of how it works for us. Like, <laughs> um, oh, an interesting week in sports. Um, kind of a slow week, but still an interesting week. Um, we discussed it. I just uh, let, let me just say this now. This morning, yesterday, I'm sorry, I witnessed an interview between Stephen A. Smith, Isaiah Thomas, and folks yelling at each other across the table. I don't understand that. But anyhow, um, over the fact that in game three, LeBron James decided that his team lost. They played like shit. We all saw Jimmy Butler balled out. Well, mm-hmm. it tends to happen. And he decided that he wasn't shaking hands. He wasn't giving daps and hugs. He didn't feel like being good Le- LeBron James. He said, fuck y'all, I'm walking off. Now, ladies and gentlemen, I think, like I said, it is basketball. These folks get paid millions of dollars to do pretty much play one thing, play basketball. You win some, you lose them. Fuck it. Mm-hmm. If you don't want to shake hands, you don't want to shake hands. I, right. I don't understand. We, we, ain't, at school. we ain't at school. <laughs> well, you know, I, here's, the, here's the thing that, that wears me out about that is because that cast of characters that you described that were that were discussing the topic. The three students. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now, do you remember, you know, as the league started to change and evolve, with, you know, from uh, into a three-point shooting league and whatnot, and, and you know, basically positionless basketball, which it's turned into now. The first thing they started talking about is, oh, it's soft, and oh, all the players like each other, and they practice together on the in the off seasons and whatnot. And they're not, you know, I remember the day when you know Magic Johnson and Larry Bird hated each other, and you know Isaiah Thomas and Michael Jordan and whatnot, and so. Now, <laughs> I kind of right. feel like it's, it, I, it doesn't make any sense to me. It's like, what what do you want from him? Like, what is it that you want? Like, he that we would not be talking about this at all in least big if it was like you know, I don't Tyler know. Heron, Tyler Heron, right? It, it'd be oh, anybody, anybody. <laughs> like, let it have been James Harden. Let it have been Kawhi Leonard. Like, no, nobody. They wouldn't care. It wouldn't be a, a topic. Of subject. So because it was LeBron James, it was, oh, he should be a leader for his team. He should fuck that. I'm mad. We lost. This is what it this is what it is. I'm going in the back and working off. I'll holler at y'all tomorrow. It's very fucking simple, in my opinion. But I well, also state what you just said earlier. We're talking about Stephen A. Smith and Isaiah Thomas. And let's check everybody. Isaiah yeah. Thomas is no more than a reputable cause of someone that led the Knicks <laughs> into the ground. So <laughs> I think <laughs> <I'm> okay. <laughs> 
Oh, okay. Um, and, and as a general rule, pretty much, I mean, I respect Stephen A. Smith for what he does, but do I listen to him? Hell no. Like, like Falcons jersey. I'm just gonna let that coast along this as I possibly conceivably can. <laughs> <laughs> oh Lord. Any all right. So anywho, I you know, we'll let let's move on. Let's go ahead and get into the BDs of the week. Yeah. Um, and for any any newcomers, that that does not mean what you probably think it means. It stands for the baby daddies of the week. They <laughs> might <laughs> I would probably you praise the Lord, Amen. <laughs> Lord, <laughs> hey, I've had my second cocktail. Don't you judge me? That is rude. So I will start with one of my favorites, uh, Travis Diarno of the Atlanta Braves, who today, ladies and gentlemen, scored another home run, leading his Braves to a 2-0 lead over the Miami Marlins in the National League Division Series. Let me just say that. He is looking damn good. And I really didn't know who he was at first. I had to look him up. He's quite cute to be 31 years old. Uh, he's played for four different <laughs> Who are you talking to? <laughs> you said quite good to be 31 years old. Bitch, you 40. And I look amazing, honey. <laughs> Anyways, I'm sure. Girl, I, I didn't mean to stop you, but I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> you know what? You are my best friend, so I'm allowed to cuss you. But let me tell you something, guys. For a funny one year old old Southern Belle I am, honey, this it's still let me tell you something, honey. Let me tell you, honey, I can still make the heads turn at the uh, local uh, charity society function. I can tell you that. Ooh, you okay, get on my girl. nerves. Uh, anyhow, <laughs> ooh, you so rude. I thought we were sisters. This is a, so anyhow, um, thirty one years old, been with three different teams: the Mets, the um, Tampa Bay Bra- Tampa Bay Rays, and now the Atlanta Braves. Um, Solid hitting. I honestly can say I'm I'm proud of what they are doing collectively. But over the last two games, he has single-handedly by himself, along with Ronald Cunha, um, made that Braves team look like something that may be able to go on and actually challenge the Dodgers this year. I, I'm I'm not ready to go there yet. Um, I, I, I yeah, I'm not there yet. I mean, I'm looking at what is 20, 21 strikeouts between the two teams today. And both of the runs were were on solo home runs. And well, my baby that, daddy, honey, Dansby Swanson. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Yeah. So he, he hit the second home run. So, I, I mean, I just I, even though that seems to be the trend across the postseason so far is basically <laughs> strikeouts and home runs. Um, but I just see too many teams doing both more efficiently and consistently than the Braves at this point. Um, and then it's not lost on me that they they are playing the Marlins. And, you know, in another – if it wasn't for the extended playoffs, the Marlins probably would even be in the postseason. They Yes, they did advance. I can't take that from them. They do have a lot of young talent. However, they're still the Marlins. So, you know, I, I, I'm not there yet, but I'm hoping – I'm hoping. I, 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 but if you look at them today, their defense has been point. I'm going to give them credit. Nick Markakis, the outfield of Nick Markakis, um, Adam Duvall, um, Ronald Acuna has been great. Even the inside play with Ozzy Albos, um, Dansby Swanson, even Austin Riley, who I didn't know had a big-ass booty. The, <laughs> I, I didn't know that. I saw it today for the very first time, and I was like, hmm. 
That's hey, a okay. bunk of... I was like, all right, bitch, get it. Put your mama hold on to it for a little while. All right. <laughs> <laughs> um, I digress. Looking at that infield and outfield, a few plays will always get by you. We know that. But considering the Braves hasn't won a postseason since 2000, a postseason victory since 2005, this notch on their belt beating the Cardinals are now two up against the Marlins. I'm going to give them some credit because, bitch, we both know. Yeah, I'm one of the main ones that go play off. I'm like, bitch, I'm ready to get my hat. I'm ready to get my shirt. Yeah. I am that boy, that gay. Yeah. But this time I halted. I waited. I might wait a little longer because, you know, bitch ain't got $60 each time to be giving the Braves. Every year, we'd be back-to-back in all these champs. I get it. Fair but, point. Fair point. But I will say that this time around, there's a different aura in that dugout. I don't know what it is, but if they get to challenge the Dodgers, I'm going to be real interested to see what exactly happens. Now, I will say I do notice that there is definitely a shift in the culture there. I think that the bigger question mark is it will the starting pitching hold up because that's where they're – That's my worry. I am very encouraged by Ian Anderson, who, who came out and did a very strong today. performance today. Right. And, you know, he's that young guy. They just called up – actually, his major league debut was this year. And um, it's good to see talent coming from – the, the Braves farm system, because if you recall, you know, but that, they have one of the best pitching farm systems in America. Well, that's the, you know, that string, that string that goes great teams in the nineties, the Braves had was very much due to the incredible farm system feeding the, t- t- the team talent. And I'm hoping that that is something that they've been cultivating, developing again. Um, after Ted Turner sold the team, the time Warner, they stopped investing in those in those farm teams like they used to and then that's the reason why they had that huge slump and we're just now seeing them put together a roster and 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 showing some real talent again so we'll see like i I, like i said i'm not i'm not quite there yet i'm not really sold but you know in in anderson's uh performance today was encouraging and i just i just need a bigger sample size that's and that's all i just that well, I understand that. Like I said, you know, I'm you're born. You know, you're the Atlanta boy, born and bred. You know these teams. Like I said, I I I love them since the '90s. We both have been through them, through the good, the bad, and the real ugly. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> and watching them, I just want them to come over that cusp. I do. I would love to see them come over that cusp and give the Dodgers a run for their mm-hmm. money. And I'm hoping that this is some ammunition to do so. Their pitching staff, their pitching worries me a little bit. Absolutely. Um, even their closeouts were a little, little, little runny today, and we were already up by four, but it still made me nervous. Yeah. So, like I said, I'm gonna keep watching, keep hoping. I'm, a, I'm like Jesse Jackson, bitch, keep hope alive. Okay. <laughs> Very but, good. Um, on that note, I would like to move to one of my favorite players in LSU history, who has now gone on to make a name for himself in NFL. Um, with two different teams, actually, but most importantly, the Kansas City Chief is Tyran Matthew, mm-hmm. what I like to call Honey Badger. Yeah. Um, one of the bad boys of the LSU DBU. Um, but watching him this week, it because it, you know they had to postpone their game, so we had to watch them on Monday Night Football. Um, but that interception that helped them that helped them ice and seal the game for the Kansas City. That pick six. 
Mm-hmm. Baby, listen, I was running down the, I was running with him and ain't go nowhere but the couch. <laughs> 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 Bitch, I ain't go nowhere but the couch. But I was like, yeah, you go run. Yes. But also how much of a mature man he has become under the tutelage of Andy Well, you know what, though? I will um, say I gave I, him a lot of credit for that because it it was, it's, it, I, I was very impressed out because, you know, he came into league under some controversy. And that was a big question mark. Um, you know, that was a big question mark for him, whether or not his maturity was going to be an issue. Because then he get wasn't did he get suspended on some uh, on substance abuse um, suspension or something like that? Or yeah, yes. yeah. You know, so he he you know he came into the league with some question marks, but has very much became a respected and and and, and outstanding professional. And I also, and I think what I like about him is that his his presence on the field can't be quantified by like the numbers and the output. Like what he brings, what he brings, just roaming around that secondary. Like a a a, um, a quarterback has to account for where he is at all times. And I think that that I mean that that's it's just invaluable, and that doesn't show up on the stat sheet. So I'm very impressed with the young man. I really like him. And I think that he's made a big difference on this on his Kansas City Chiefs defense, which he's found a home yeah. there. He's mm-hmm. found a home with Andy Reid's staff. Absolutely, mm-hmm. absolutely. Um, and not to mention that light scanning them, Lord, mm. <laughs> Shit, girl, mm. you have a type. I swear, <laughs> <laughs> bad, bad boy, been to jail, tattoos, look, marry look, me. Go look, you look like you can't read. <laughs> <laughs> You got Louisiana education, so I know you ain't that good at math. So. <laughs> but he probably got a big old you know what. Amen. You know what? Hey. Anyhow, last but certainly definitely not least, uh, we've been talking about him since for about two weeks now. And each week that we have ran him in the ground, and I know you're gonna do it. Damn right. Week, but uh, but A, he is fine. I'm not going to lie. He old, chunky, thick one. Like, he just want to throw me against the wall and, you know, anyhow. But, ladies and gentlemen, I am referring to the Cleveland Browns quarterback who dismantled America's team. How about them Browns? So, first of all, you're a you But no, down. no, because <laughs> you know what, Tom? <laughs> Listen, mama, we said show up. I think you may have heard us on, on podcast number three when we said do something. Because I'm not going to lie. I'm not a fan of the Cleveland Browns. I'm not. And the, the gay ass Odell Beckham Jr. and his crime whining ass. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I will say, he had, if you can shut up Dallas Cowboys fans, because trust me, all week, they were like, my Cowboys fans here, they was like, the Cowboys going to whip the Browns. We talk about the Browns here. They going to whip their ass. I was like, mm. huh. bitch, you can hear a rat piss on carpet at a building three doors down on Veterans Boulevard here in New Orleans when the, when the Browns put ass whipping on, the, on them Cowboys. And I went to work with my onslaught, and I just waited for them to come to me. Child. Like, but <laughs> what I like about him is he's getting better under uh, Kevin, Kevin Stefanski's offense. But do they have a long way to go? Yes. Because there's still a lot of maturing to do underneath that team. Um, Kareem Hunt, all of them get it. Odell Beckham, the crybaby, uh, Jarvis Landry. They have a great group of people. But it's going to take a lot for them to get to where they need to be. But I will never let it be known, bitch, just as excited as I was last year when the Jets beat the Cowboys. 
bitch, the Browns beat the Cowboys. Somebody's in trouble. Well, <clears throat> I will acknowledge that he is a baby daddy of the week, but what I'm not going to do is claim that he... You let him touch it. <laughs> you let him touch it. <laughs> we talking about football right now? <laughs> How about this? How about this? In my house, I let him touch it, but I wouldn't let him touch my football. Strong Jack. Strong Jack. The Browns won that game, won that game a combination of three things. Outstanding offensive line play, which I will talk about later, actually, with them. Um, their best players stepping up when they need them to, and creative play calling. Um, like for example, that that uh that 36 yard touchdown pass to Odell Beckham Jr. from Jarvis Landry. Like, I don't. I think that. I think that. What I will say is that the coaching staff for Cleveland has been smart, and they're recognizing that Baker Mayfield is never going to be that franchise quarterback that you can put the game on his shoulders and say, "Go out and win it." So what they're doing is surrounding him with people able to be successful. And all they need for him to do is make some plays here and there and don't turn the ball over or don't fuck it up. And I think that's by and large what he did. And that's fine. That's completely fine. Like I'm still not sold on him get being considered one of these elite quarterbacks, the level of which in this league right now is very high. So I, I just, I'm, I'm sorry. It's still not there, you know, but we'll see. We'll see. I, I, I give most of the credit to that game for the for that game. Too. They have they, they are they have some really outstanding offensive line play, but and that's that's amazing. Uh-huh. Well, um, my baby dad is still Kentucky. I mean, I'm <laughs> hold my hand. We can go out in public and eat dinner. <laughs> go to the family house, sit in a little commercial on TV that they do in the stadium when he bringing groceries on oh, in. Lord. I let him do all of that. <laughs> I'm just saying, bitch, we said baby dad is a week. We ain't say he had to be like brilliant. No, I'm point, just point, saying, no, this, no, that is your segment. I'm not here to judge it. They're just giving my opinion. That's uh and I bet you hear the money. I bet you the money. If he came in your house with a helmet and a football, you let him touch it. No, I tell him to put that football down. <laughs> <laughs> you so shady. You really are. You really, really are. It's the same thing with Mitch Trubisky. Same Ooh. thing. I I tell him, come on in, just put the football down. <laughs> come look, you need both hands to do what's about to transpire here tonight, yeah. honey. Yeah. Lay your hand on my pillow. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, that's our shit, honey. <laughs> We are '90s babies, America. <laughs> you, you're welcome. You're, we do what we do, honey. Oh, that, was my, that was my jam. We, were, we may not be like Should we don't I... need to be doing shows tipsy anymore. <laughs> no, but, honey, you fuck on you get a '90s playlist out of us, honey. The podcast will go to shit real fast, honey. We won't be talking about sports. We'll sit '90s music all night long. That's what we do around here. Um, so, ladies and gentlemen, that does conclude my baby daddies of the week. Um, I will say that I, I actually enjoyed this segment because it allows me to lust and love all in the same breath because I got a man. But still. Well, well, you know, I, I'm glad you brought that up because I think it's important to note that, like, I, you know, when we were conceptualizing this program, I thought that it was important to to push boundaries in that way. Because if you listen to, especially if you listen to any local sports radio, they have no problem 
with, you know, <laughs> making like object. Tell me, like, well, no, not even that objectifying women and all this kind of stuff and whatever. And it's like, you know, of course, we don't mean any respect, a disrespect, but I, you know, I, I just I like I like the idea of pushing boundaries and 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 including sports talk from a queer perspective and. They'll, I, like it, yeah, I, I, I think that I think that segment is invaluable, and I enjoy it. Yeah, it's it's funny to me, and, and I love myself. I love you for coming up with it, because um, you know I was just talk about the sexist men on TV. You know that that could be a long list of dick, honey. <laughs> <laughs> a long list of dick, honey. But when he came up with Baby Daddies of the Week, it hit me like a lightning bolt. I was like, bitch, I can get three a week. I can get three men. I can either love to dream or talk about for once a week. I got this. <laughs> you know, as a young Southern woman, honey, I can tell you what I do, dude. I know men very well. And like some more said in Queens of Comedy, you don't know good dick <laughs> like I know good dick, honey. <laughs> Y'all really should let me drink before this show. Y'all should really tell me not to. Well. But I'm not gonna listen. Uh, moving right. We'll see how it's received so, and go from there. Anyways, all right. So you want to? Uh, I mean, we've been fine. I mean, 103, 103, 100 and stuff. I think we're doing just fine, sis. So we'll carry on with until someone tells us different. Okay. So, uh, so you want to go into our picks from last week? Absolutely. I'm ready. Okay, let's do it. Um. Look, what do we talk about first? I think I started with who we talked about first last week. I'm gonna let you. All right, well, let's go ahead and continue on since we already kind of started it with the uh, Browns and the Cowboys. We can go ahead and just and 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 just you know uh, uh, circle that up real, real nicely, button it up real nicely. Um, only the other thing I have to say about that game was <clears throat> the Cowboys' defense. <laughs> Has been. So I, had to, I have to chuckle because they have get it. They have been getting dragged all week. I mean, I've heard everything from soft to pathetic to historically ridiculous. Like that, everybody is dragging their defensive performance, and I just, I and I, I was, I was honestly floored. And it's just something that 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 you don't think about when you think about Cowboys. I mean, they've had some. Some historical, some historically uh, good defensive lines, especially. Um, and what, what are they? What they? they the, first of all, they couldn't stop the run. Like they had three hundred and seven rushing yards, seven point seven yards per carry. You will never win a football game allowing seven point seven yards per carry. Like that's insane to me. I, I don't think I've ever seen that in a high school football game. No. That's historically just that. I mean, not historically, obviously. That that's hyperbole, but yeah, that is just ridiculous. And I don't know if I mean. I know they got some injuries. I know, uh, you know, I know uh, Van Der Esch is still out, but still, I mean, for example, I watched. Uh, they did a reverse on on one play, and I sincerely watched several of their defensive players, including linebackers, just leisurely jogging down the field. <laughs> what, what right, it's it's like it's like well, here we go. <laughs> right, so you know, I, and uh, and and let's talk about the fact that like they, I mean, they're they they don't have any cap room because they paid all these offensive weapons, and I don't think the offense did that bad. 
But I've made my feelings known about Dak Prescott several times on this program, and they haven't changed at all whatsoever. And I feel like if they're foolish enough to take another cap hit by giving him this huge payday, I think we're going to see the Cowboys struggle for a long time. And I don't know how they're going to fix yeah, it. Yeah, they haven't gotten it right. I don't know how they're going to fix it. I really don't. You know what? I changed that. I do. Like, I think it's time to start looking at the root of, the, of all this. Like, Jerry Jones needs to step the fuck back and, 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 and go hire somebody to be a general manager to actually, like, manage his roster. I'm going to do one better for you. I'm going to go on record live on our podcast at this moment. And I'll say it. Jerry Jones is four million and two. <laughs> you have built a conglomerate. Yeah, I'm sorry. You you have built the house that Jerry built. You have you have exceeded what I think in my mind your your expectations for your team. Some people who own a football team never win a Super Bowl and die trying. Mm-hmm. Step the fuck down. Let it go. You are the know-all end-all to that team. There is no there's an opinion, but we all know, Kenny, that Jerry is the know-all end-all. If Jerry don't want it, it ain't happening. But Jerry's mind is still stuck in the 90s. Well, I, mean, I mean, it's not even that. He's, he's not – I mean, he's, he's not a football professional. Like, he owns a football no. team. So this is like he's – a, he's a rich kid with, a, with an expensive toy. That's what the Cowboys are to him. That will let no one else play exactly. with. Exactly, and, and and of course he's got his son, who's the only one that he allows to kind of pass on influence. But it's the same thing. It, it's so you know it's whatever. Like to be honest with you, like you know, I just say that as constructive criticism because really I don't give a fuck. Like you know the Cowboys can stay in the dumps for it. All I can. I don't like the Cowboys. <laughs> I like ragging their fans though. <laughs> Bitch, I love ragging their fans because they be like, "How about them Cowboys? How about, How about them? them? You let me know." <laughs> you tell me. And all this week, my motive is you about got beat by the Cleveland. I mean, you didn't get beat. You got walloped by the Cleveland Browns. And if you think it's, I don't want to. It's not going to be the last. Let's take a let's take a no. look at this schedule real quick. Let's do that because you know what? Because this is this is funny to me. That bitch says it is. It is. Dak Prescott, you may not be getting no check. You know the only the only saving grace they have is that god awful uh, the division that they're in. Right, so t- Sunday they take on the the Giants. Ooh, they might win, but don't put it past the Giants because they might fuck up and win. I was nah, just saying that. It's, we talking about After we talking that- about we talking about the Giants now. <laughs> okay. no. Like they they have the Cardinals after that, so that might you know the Cardinals ain't about that bullshit this year. They 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 put you in a good fight. Um, Washington, the Eagles, the Steelers, the Vikings. The Washington, they so their schedule is pretty. Mm, if they can get on the road, but I doubt. Lucky they got the Giants twice. Um, we will but, see what the Washington uh, football team looks like without Dwayne Haskins has been bitch. No, actually, has been bitch. I mean, he might as well have been kicked off the team. You know, they put him third on the Jeff part. What? But right, bitch. But did you hear today that he didn't even take the reps? Ron, Ron, hey, Ron. I, dog, first of all, you my dog. I, I respect you because if he ain't through making the throws and y'all are not one and three and you first your head coach, sit his ass down. Uh, high draft pick or not, sit his ass down. Um, but if Kyle Allen – but you know what I also think in my – and a small part of me goes, he wants to see Alex Smith on the field, so he's trying to do what he can to get him there. 
And if you put Alec, Dwayne Haskins behind Alex Smith, you ain't even on the practice. You barely made the practice squad. Right. I think here's what I think. And it's not being reported. I think that there's bad blood there. What I do know about Dwayne Haskins is that he has shown a proclivity to be immature. And I don't necessarily think that he's, he may not have put in the effort to learn the playbook and really be, bring himself up to stuff to be an NFL quarterback. And he seems to have a bit of a privileged attitude. If you, cause if you recall, you know, he was real, real salty about being picked after Daniel Jones. And he went on this whole tirade about, Oh, I'm going to go wreck the league and blah, 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 and all this stuff. And let's do this. You know who else did that? <laughs> Johnny Manziel. <laughs> hey! <laughs> oh, that worked out. And I'm just like, you know, I like I think that he may, I think he may suffer from some maturity issues. I think that he's not Ron Rivera's guy because he inherited him. He didn't draft him. And, you know, Alice is on one leg. Like <laughs> I uh, I think that I think they're gonna draft a quarterback in the draft. And I think Dwayne Haskins' best bet is to continue to work on his craft and look for a trade and try to start over another team. I agree. I agree. It's 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 one of those things where you go, hmm, what do I want to do the rest of my career? Do I want to t- do I want to send it down the river with the rest of this fucking football team or not? And so, I, yeah, I, I, I you have to sincerely think that. And if this is your moment to go, huh, do I want to be that starting quarterback of, you know, that team um, or do I want to take a chance and maybe be the savior somewhere else where I know my talent will be shown. As long as Ron Rivera is that head coach, I don't think he has a choice. I think that... No, he will never throw another ball in (laughs) in Washington. I think that this was... And I I think I heard this on Colin Cowherd today. Um, I think this was a short game play for him. I think that Ron Rivera took a look around that that, uh, conference, excuse me, that division, and he saw that that division is awful. Eight and eight was probably be good enough to get you into the playoff. I think that he made the calculated decision that to depend on his defense because they're stout and to just ask Kyle Allen, Allen, just don't fuck it up. And I think he's going to try to get to 88, eight and eight, limp into the playoffs. At the very least, you know, he's got, you know, he just got there. So he's got some leeway. He's got some time to build. Oh yeah, he's got at least another year to a fuck up. Especially, especially, I'll give him one. Right, but especially if the Washington Football Team a get a name, b get rid of Daniel Snyder, be based on all the investigation and shit that's going around our league. So I think, yeah, you got a lot of leeway, bro. Do you think? Yeah. Experiment till you get tired. Okay, (laughs) is what I say. Experiment till you get tired. So yeah, that was a very interesting game. Um, I think we got completely next on my list. (laughs) Yeah, sorry, (laughs) y'all. Anyways, uh, go ahead. I'm gonna go with the Saints and the Lions. Oh, okay. Because you know, I was always nervous about this week because we tend to lose the games that we are supposed to win. And in the first five minutes, that was very well. <laughs> that true. is true. They were four, what it was. They were down by fourteen after five. Fourteen. I think it was five offensive plays. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
And I literally was saying, I wonder if the Cleveland Browns need a bandwagon member. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, I'm kidding. I love my black and gold. But I did see Cam Jordan say something on NOLA.com this week, and it simply stated, the more you write us off, the hungrier we get. So maybe New Orleans, we should write off the Saints a whole lot fucking more. Because 35 straight unanswered points was nothing less than what I'm used to seeing from the black and gold. Poor Matt Stafford, because even at one point, and I will say the interception in the end zone as they were driving down to be 21 nothing, changed the scope of the game. Yeah. Um, it really did. It shook them to where they could not recover. Alvin Kamara, yet again a beast. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw even Drew Brees launch it down the field um, a few times, and a few times it was caught. Congratulations to Traquan Smith, uh, alumni, football person of UCF. I'm proud to see you stepping up because it was your due time. I do thank you for that. Um, in absence of Mike Thomas, the, it was a complete roundabout. The defense, even without our two starters, Malcolm, Malcolm Marshawn Lattimore and Jumping Jack Rat Jenkins, you know, I mm-hmm. still am not a believer, but we can go with what it is. It was, to me, one of, and I will say, even though they started coming back toward the end of fourth quarter, because we kind of took our foot off the gas, yeah, it still, to me, was a complete game other than the ones that I have seen over the course of the three weeks prior to that. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, sis, <laughs> don't curse me out for this, but I'm just going to be honest with you. I, yes, they looked perfectly mediocre. And I hate you. I think that I just don't see enough for them to stop Tampa Bay from running away with this division, unfortunately. And uh, yeah, that's all I have to say. Prove me wrong. You said it about Baker Mayfield, hold you see what my baby daddy doing. I stand. You see what Baker? I stand by that one too. (laughs) Wait, I got one better. What your Falcons doing? They did lose again this week. Say something now. Who 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 is my fan? I told you I broke up with them. (laughs) I just had to throw that in there because it was all I had at the moment. (laughs) I I, I, I am NFL single. (laughs) <laughs> and ready to mingle. I told you I broke up with them. And I'm not swipe kidding. right for football team. Swipe right. Okay. Swipe right. Okay. You go that way. <laughs> go that way. Listen, if she like right. long walks in the park, alcohol, brunch. Okay. If you tell her she's pretty every now and then, you might get her to call you back. That's true. <laughs> Flattery tends to get you whatever you want from me. But anyway, yeah. that's a whole other. <laughs> yeah. I mean, she's an easy woman, but we digress. <laughs> Anyhow. Um, the Pats and the Chiefs. Okay. All right. So I think that the Chiefs defense capitalized on shaky quarterback play because, of course, Cam Newton's ignorant ass wanted to go out and get Corona. Um, uh, I think that uh, them producing four takeaways and, of course, Tyron Matthews. I just don't think he wanted to play with the Chiefs. I don't think he wanted to play the Chiefs. That's why they asked Corona. Well, I will say say this. You know, it highlighted exactly how much Cam Newton is asked to do for that team to be successful. And Mm -hmm. the interesting thing, Damian Woody actually mentioned this to them, get up. And he, uh, he, and I tend to agree with him, but he said that Cam Newton 
seems to have already played himself into an extension. And mm-hmm. we forget that Cam Newton's not old. Like, you know, he's a young guy. So, I, you know, I, I think that uh, I, I, I'm, I'm interested to see if there's another meeting between the Chiefs and, 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 uh, and a fully together uh, Patriots with Cam Newton and that offense at full strength to see what happens. Because, again, Bill Belichick seems to be Pat Mahomes. I don't want to go as far as say kryptonite, but he seems to have a key to something mm-hmm. that just that, that team just does not the an offense does not play the same against the Patriots every single time. And as excited as we get when they do come together, like what what I think what was it that we said that I said last time? I think you know he's lost. I can't remember like four four times out of. Oh yes, um, out of I think it was like twenty twenty. I know what you're talking about though. Yeah, yes. Pat Mahomes got and three of the losses were to the Patriots. So mm-hmm. you know, so you know, a good for them. A win is a win. They're really hard to come by, and maybe this was a win they needed to kind of get over that to kind of humanize the Patriots in their eyes. So we'll see. Uh, but I, you know, I, I I I think that unfortunately the Patriots may turn some heads. Um, if that's assuming that they're not the next uh, COVID nineteen breakout, <laughs> which <laughs> is absolutely possible <laughs> the way it's looking right now, but I'm going to talk about that later in my rant. But um, but yeah, um, and d- yeah, I I mean the Chiefs ran away with that one. They they went through the they finally went to Jared Stidham and said, "Here, go throw the ball. <laughs> um, <laughs> go throw the ball because the other one ain't doing it." Um, I'm going to bring this up just because I just want to say fire Dan Quinn one more time. Um, the pa- Falcons and the Packers. Yes. I know you don't want to say it, but I will. Fuck Dan Quinn. It- <laughs> okay, that part too. <laughs> but Arthur Blank, you are one of the most kind of, from what I've seen on television, I don't know you from a can of paint, but if you value your team as much money as you have put into the Mercedes-Benz Stadium, that team, that heart and soul of Atlanta, who people go to every Sunday, mm-hmm. you have to, you have to get rid of Dan Quinn. Mm-hmm. All I'm going to say is this. They have given up on Dan Quinn. Enough said. There's nothing else to be said. Yeah. I watched jo- the Green Bay Packers just say, oh, you want to throw the ball? I tell you what, just go straight down the field. I'm going to throw it to you. If you catch it, fine. And they wind up in the end zone. Yeah. That defense looks like my little the, the little league football team that plays a block from my house could have beat the Falcons this past Monday. Dan Quinn is time. It is definitely time. And Arthur Blank, for the love of the Atlanta Falcons, your team, your city that you love and you brought a team and you bought, say goodbye. Chalk up your losses for this season. Let it go. Let God do whatever you need to pray about who you pray to. But Dan Quinn has to go right and as much as i hate to say it but you know it's it may be time to get in the trevor lawrence sweepstakes but hey uh, bitch i'm all for it right the transitional woman yeah i i I truly (laughs) do but um yeah i i mean that's that's i I mean i would have my notes i mean the packers i mean they're the most efficient offense in league uh through four weeks and that and i mean they did all this without Devontae adams (laughs) <laughs> like so you know 
whatever. I mean, <laughs> go figure. Right. They, uh, so, ladies and gentlemen, go ahead. I'm now, sorry. I was going to say, I, I just want to give a shout out to um, Aaron Rodgers because he's playing lights out football right now. Like he is, he wants to show everyone that he is not done. You know, and I respect that. Like I, uh, well, he's like 70, 70.5% completion percentage, 8.7 yards per attempt, like 13 touchdowns. The, oh, and another thing I read today, him and Patrick Mahomes are the only two quarter starting quarterbacks in the league without interception or fumble all year. Exactly. I mean, so that, what else can I that itself is, <laughs> is, is remarkable. Yeah. What I, I really don't. And yet it's four and oh, yeah. Four and oh. Yeah. So, you know, I, you know, I think that, you know, I, I'm, I'm really interested to see when do they pay the, when do they play the Seahawks? Do they play the Seahawks? Uh, you know what? That's, I that's know. what I'm looking forward to. I want to see Russell Wilson and Aaron Rodgers. Seattle. I'm about to hear right now. You will not get your wish this year. Okay. Unless they meet in the playoffs, which I'm, they might. They, they actually just they might. might. They, they, I mean, unless, unless the Buccaneers some, in some way kind of crash the party, I, I'm looking at them right now as favorites for the NFC championship. But we'll see. You're right. We'll see. We too shall see. So that leads us into the coaching carousel and our hits of the week. Mm-hmm. Um, baby, listen, <laughs> if I started praying any harder, I I might have the direct line to Jesus. Okay. <laughs> Jesus on the main line. Tell him what line, you are. Tell him what you are. <laughs> okay. So, ladies and gentlemen, we all heard of um, this week's debacle of Bill O'Brien being fired. Praise his name. Thank you. And I'm not even a Houston Texans fan. I'm not. I'd never claim to be, but I am a fan of Deshaun Watson and um, that that and J.J. Watt, old big country fine ass. You're welcome, husband. Mm. Uh, <laughs> but the one thing that I learned this week, and I'm kidding, I'm sure you heard, J.J. Watt had a downright screaming match with Bill O'Brien in week uh-huh. three over the over the play. Even even most people say your your demise was trading away one of the best players. Yeah. For a a person that is not even on your team, and a B level wide receiver. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Come I, on, I think that. Uh... I think that I heard an interesting point this morning. They said, you know, they wouldn't necessarily fire Bill O'Brien, the coach, but they definitely fire Bill O'Brien, the GM. And I just haven't seen too many successful um, examples GM of coach GM duos. coach duos that, that they like to try right. to do. But, you know, the thing about the Texans is they're going to re- they're going to have a really hard time in toss- enticing a uh, a veteran proven coach to that program because let's look at what they're going to have. Uh, the new coach is going to have to deal with. He's got, he's good. He's not going to have any, any first round draft picks this year. Nope. Because they, they leveraged all those to get a, a left tackle in 2018. They put all their eggs in the basket to make a run on 2019. And we saw how that worked out because they still couldn't, be, mm-hmm. you know, Deshaun Watson healthy and upright. Then um, they have no cap space at all. And 
So what they're going to have to do is make some hard decisions. And, you know, I think well, they, they, uh, the interim coach is Romeo Carmel, right? Yeah. They, uh, they got Romeo yes. Carmel. Yes. Old granddad. Yeah, you know. Granddad. <laughs> you know, and, uh, um, but they're going to make some hard decisions. And I think one of the ones that they're going to have to make, frankly, is they're going to have to, they're going to have to trade away J.J. Uh, Watt because he's a huge cap hit. He's, and he's wasting away in his right, and he's yeah, that that's true. He deserves to be on a playoff contender team, and on top of that, he's on the back nine of his career. So, bitch, the train is pulling into the station, as the old people I say. It's pulling into the station, but it's definitely. I mean, he can pull in the something, <laughs> but I mean. <laughs> Drunk ass. Anyway, so no, but he's but it's definitely, <laughs> but it's definitely you know it's definitely past the halfway mark. Um, so what I think I, I think that I will see if they have if they're smart to do it, but they're going to have to make some hard decisions to get rid of some people to make cap room to try to put bring in some more pieces, some more young people, and some pieces to surround Deshaun Watson. Um, and actually turn this team around, but um, I, and I, don't, I don't think that'd be particularly difficult. They just have to be, they just have to be open to doing it because I think that there is a number of playoff contending teams right now that would take um, JJ Watt's salary in a trade to, and eat it up and yeah, eat it up to make a, to help them in their run. Course of playoffs, and and you know who I'm who I'm eyeing. And this sounds like this sounds like the Saints. No, no, this sounds like a Patriots. Root. No, because the Saints have never done anything like that. This oh. sounds like some shit the Patriots would do. That's that's what I'm afraid of. Absolutely, I've got my eye on them. I was thinking about that the, se- the second they were talking about this today. I was like, ooh, this sounds like some shit the Patriots would do. They will swoop in and do this, keep him from one year, and they'll cut him next year because they won't want to pay him. you know i i I don't know but uh i think that you know what's interesting is you know the chiefs have cap room to do it well actually you know they may not they may 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 not because they you know they just paid uh patrick Mahomes. but i'm trying to think of uh, Chiefs ain't got no guy i'm trying to think of but i mean like because you know like the, the patriots got cam newton for pennies so they're not paying him a damn thing like and they generally don't pay anybody these exorbitant like you know these exorbitant contracts. So no, they, they, they got don't. the space to do it if they want. Um, I'm looking at uh, who else? Um, I don't know. I have to put some thoughts into that because, I, but I do think one of these playoff these playoff and, and maybe the Saints will. You know, I don't maybe. And I know I think about it. Um, I don't know. They know how to make salary cap out of anything. That's true. I don't know necessarily know how much that will help them because I don't. But you know, maybe. maybe. Listen, we put him next to Cam Jordan and uh, Marcus Davenport and uh, Trey Hendrickson. Listen, you ain't telling me nothing. I mean, if it's time, if it's time for them to make a splash, like it's now. So it would be now. Yeah, on the back end of because listen. Hell, the Bill O'Brien is gone. Hell, he made dumbass. I mean, I would have. If I was Sean Payton, I'd have called right then and there. Listen, bro, you on your way out to know. The the league has told us. Yeah, what you willing to do to look? What you willing to do for JJY? Right. Okay. <laughs> look, what you willing to do for JJY? That's all I'm okay. saying. So um, definitely. Yeah. 
Well, I uh, real quick. Well, I've already mentioned. You know, we we just real quickly on the coach carousel. We already, we've already talked about Dan Quinn. He needs to go. I hate him. Mm-hmm. Well, I hate, hate such a strong word, but you know, whatever. Um, <laughs> um, Adam Gase. I don't know what you know. Incriminating pictures, or you got, <laughs> or, or, or you know what conversations he overheard, or what fodder he has for blackmail against that family that owns <laughs> the New York Jets franchise. But I just don't understand why this man is still is still the head, head coach. coach of that team. And if he is, like he needs to be gone, but if he is still there for like after this year, that I just, they just don't want to win. Um, no, who uh, the last person I've been looking at, and it hasn't really he has his name hasn't really come up, but it needs to is Doug Marone with the Jacksonville Jaguars. Oh yeah, um, and 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 I've been so vocal about this, and I don't understand why it's not a bigger, it's not it's not talked about more. And I think it's just because it's Jacksonville Jaguars and it just, you know, they're not a big market and they don't have a big national following and whatnot being a, a relatively newer expansion team. But in 2018, when they had that ridiculous, historically good, young, talented, tough, just smothering defense that came out of nowhere and they got all the way to the AFC championship. And, of course, they got defeated by the Patriots, who went on to win the whole thing that year. And, and the only reason why they lost that game, because they had a quarterback by the name of Blake Bortles, who literally was afraid, oh, was afraid to throw the ball. And mm-hmm. that's kind of in the job description for that position. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So, you know, the team was young. They had plenty of cap space. So... Everybody was like, wow, the Jaguars next year, they are there. They just need to find somebody that can throw the ball. And they signed Blake Borders to an extension (laughs) after that. And that team has been fucked ever since. And that was such a dereliction of duty that, like, I like literally I think should preclude him forever being able to make a decision like that for his entire career because it was just so blatantly everybody was like this is the team like all they were missing one uh, admittedly a vital piece but all they didn't need a superstar quarterback they just needed somebody that wasn't afraid to actually throw the ball (laughs) like so anyways he needs to go he needs to go. Absolutely. I, I, I believe they're tanking. And I think they're taking, I think it's pretty obvious. I mean, they pretty much did a fire sale on anybody that was like sincerely worth, you know, some talent on the team. I think they're truly trying to make a play for Trevor Lawrence. But my question would be like, well, why would you want Trevor Lawrence coached by this man? <laughs> um, right? I feel like if you're going to bring in Trevor Lawrence, who everybody seems to think is the next like surefire bet similar to uh, Andrew Luck. We all remember the suck for luck days or whatnot. Um, yeah, but he needs to go. Absolutely. I, I just don't, I, I'm, I'm, I'm flabbergasted at what, 
Hey, what Sam Donald Sam Donald has done? Because you noticed this week they replaced it with Joe Flacco. Hey, bitch! I didn't even know Joe Flacco was on the Jets. Did you? Nobody knew until that happened. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wait, nobody. And we are fans, <laughs> and nobody knew that Joe Flacco was a New York Jet until they were like, oh, Joe Flacco. Okay. <laughs> I was like. I had to look it up. I said, Joe Flacco. Is there another Joe Flacco that I don't know about? Have- and then I read the re- I read the reports and I was like, wait, when? Why? <laughs> wait, why? I mean, does he still have, so, does he still have that 70s porn stat, uh porn mustache? Yeah, like he never mind. Yes, he does. <laughs> yeah, he does. <laughs> Gabe, I'm so nasty. It's awful. Mm-hmm. But anyhow. Um, but a man praise him. But yes, he does. But my so when you put Joe Flacco in, and I swear to you, Joe Flacco stopped winning games for the Jets. I'm I'm fucking Joe Flacco up personally because you're supposed to lose. The Jets are shit. Oh, they are. There's nobody on the Jets. Let me let me go ahead and let, let me go ahead and divest you of that belief. Like it's not gonna happen. <laughs> Don't even worry about it. So well, true, <laughs> true. No, no. That is very true. Uh, so, with that being said, um, one name that will become a hot will become a hot topic over the course of maybe the next few months as we go along this process. Um, and you've called his name a few times. Um, is Lincoln Riley? Mm-hmm. It's only it's only a matter um, of time. A he's daily cute. I mean, see him running down fields with Sean McVay and. And what's the other fine one's name? I forget his name. I can't keep that together. Oh, um, the um, the Arizona Cardinals head coach. He, yeah, he. Yeah. Uh, oh, uh, what's his uh, name? What's his sorry, name? Kevin Klingsbury. Kyle Rittenhouse. Huh. Is that right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, bitch, Klingsbury. Yeah, 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 no, 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 I knew sorry with a K. I knew sorry. But see the likes of them. I just want to see them do it. It's that bad. Okay. Anyhow, uh, <laughs> but I'm gonna spit my wine all I, over the screen. <laughs> you wasting good alcohol, bitch. Now we know I we said, sisters. It, we ain't supposed to be wasting good alcohol. I said emphasis on almost. You know, I can do a, a we oh, Okay, we don't waste alcohol. Right. <laughs> we will, America, let me just stop pause real quick. Me and my sister will lose many things. We will lose men. Okay. We will lose our religion. <laughs> but one thing we will not fucking do is lose alcohol. <laughs> Let me tell you what, listen, honey. Let me tell you what's important in life, honey. <laughs> listen. <laughs> listen, oh alcohol. I, listen, honey. I, alcohol, we will not lose. We will, bitch, I can balance it on one finger if necessary. What we will not do is lose alcohol. But anyhow, yes, yes Lincoln Riley. Well, yeah. He is one of, and I think Oklahoma is flunking for, because he they know, well, fuck, he on his way out. What are we going to do? I, yeah, I, I, I think that, you know, I don't know if it was, and you know it, it you know with with college football. Well, I guess that we'll let's go ahead and move on to our next head of week because I think we plan on talking college football anyway. So right, so we'll start. And it's a nice start. We'll go ahead and talk about the Sooners who you know are very much like having an off year. But I also think you know when it comes, and I think I think this comes with the ebb and flow of college football because um, you know he 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 lost Jalen Hurts, and his offense is very much dependent on having. A, a, a you know an accurate quarterback with the, his air rate type you know offense, um, and you know they don't play defense in the Big Twelve anyway. So you know it may no, it, it may be an issue. I think it's just an issue of attrition and losing players to the draft and and whatnot. Um, and so you know Oklahoma is going to be fine. Like they're you know, I, but I also think that like I think that it's 
I, I think that uh, that that he's had a target on his back for a while, and I think everybody kind of assumes that Dallas, because of his you know his personal connections to Texas and the area. But I brought up several times. I was like, "Well, people, you do realize that Houston is in Texas as well, and you know it may be an interesting play for them to go after him. They've got plenty of time." And I think that may have been a part of the reason why they fired Bill O'Brien so early in this season. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, as far as Oklahoma goes, I mean, you know, they, they'll be fine. Who won't be fine this season is the Big 12. Because when you know, me and you were discussing it, I think this past weekend, and I don't think they're going to get a team into the college football playoff because uh, currently the only unbeaten in that, in that, in that conference is Oklahoma State. And, you know, Oklahoma State is going to be Oklahoma State. They're going to lose a game that they're not supposed to lose eventually. And they generally seem to always lose Oklahoma, so I wouldn't be surprised if that happened as well. Um, but I don't, I don't see them feeling a team that, that feels like one of the four best teams in the country to me. Um, right. No, they don't. I don't think it's going to happen. You know, we've yet to see what's going to happen with the Pac-12 because they haven't started play yet. So, one, will we get a big enough sample size from the Pac-12? And, two, even if we do, I don't know of anybody that's projected to be particularly good in that conference either. Um, Oregon just lost a quarterback, and they lost significant parts of their offensive line. Um, You know, I don't – I don't – I know Utah was very tough last year, but – I, I don't know. Like, I think that, I, as I said to you, I think that mm. there's a very strong possibility that we will get um, Clemson from the ACC. I think we may, we'll mm-hmm. get Alabama. We'll get, I, I think we'll get two teams from the SEC. I think we're going to get Alabama, and I think we're going to get whoever wins between Georgia and Florida. Um, they're both so good. This they're year, very bro. good. And But there's also, you know, the possibility – because Alabama plays Georgia next weekend. So ah, that's gonna be so good. Right. So if 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 Georgia beats Alabama and then they if they if they beat Florida, <laughs> they have they'll probably end up playing Alabama again in the SEC championship. So there's yeah. a lot out there mm-hmm. that can, <laughs> there's that can there's happen. a lot out there that can happen. Right. Then, then they can set the possibility of Georgia and Florida getting. So I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't, we, we will see. Um, uh, big ups to Alabama this weekend. Yes. Um, <laughs> um, big ups to my LSU Tigers for showing up. Miles Brennan, I'm still not a believer, but big ups to you for showing up and showing up. But you did beat Vanderbilt, so I'm not going to give you too much praise. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but um, I will say that I'm sure I can speak for you and me that I am pretty excited that there are sports back on television, mm-hmm. especially SEC football, yeah. which has been phenomenal. Uh, especially, which has been phenomenal. It has been. It has been. And it has honestly looked so much better <laughs> than, mm-hmm. with the exception of Clemson, but it looks so much better than the other conferences this thus far. Uh, is it, it, it's, it's, it's actually quite astonishing to me. 
Um, I think there's right. a bright future. And even though I think Mike Leach is as loony as <laughs> like that's a crazy that's a crazy man, but I think that he's got something. <laughs> he is. I think he's got something going in Mississippi State. Mississippi State, absolutely. I'm really interested to see what Lane Kiffin puts together against Ole Miss, who who Maybe next weekend, Alabama and Ole Miss. This weekend, that's coming up this weekend. It's going to be interesting because you know Nick Saban and Lane Kiffin do not get along. (laughs) Baby, the student meets the teacher. (laughs) Listen, honey, I'm going to have my popcorn and a very good stiff drink because I'm going to need it. Uh, Okay. But I'm truly, truly excited for SEC football because – and I'm even – I'm not opposed. Like I said, I know we're playing a 10-game SEC schedule. Maybe, like I said, keeping that for a minute. See what's up. See what what can and cannot come from it. Because for all all intents and purposes right now, it looks pretty fucking good. It's been been way better than having to watch Alabama versus – East Bump Fuck School of uh, Right, of, East, of, the Bulldogs of Nowhere right. Jesus, Alabama. Uh, uh, that, it just yeah. doesn't. It, Mama, Mama, see to the like, game right, of the week. School of Cosmetology and Babysitting. <laughs> <laughs> LSU take on Nickel State. <laughs> what? Ooh, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, exactly. I'm very excited for that. So, welcome back, football. Um, also, we I just told you yesterday, uh, moving on in our hits of the week, a big ups to the Seattle Storm mm-hmm. for winning the WA Women's Championship. Congrats to Sue Bird and her team. Second championship in three years. Um, <coughs> good job, lesbian. Because yeah. <laughs> that's all I got, bitch. I'm just saying. No. You know what, though? <laughs> Sue Bird, Sue Bird is, is, is a historically it's phenomenal. She's a historically good player. Like, I, I, I'm talking, like, any gender. Like, she is up there, mm-hmm. like, top five historically good basketball players. Uh, right. You know, and, you know, at 39, I think this is what her, her – I think she's got four, four WNBA championships, four Olympic gold medals. Like, mm-hmm. God knows how many, you know, all-star – like, she's, she's just – she's a baby. Just absolutely phenomenal. Right. And a big ups to rookie Brianna Stewart from the University of Connecticut what, doing her first tour with the Seattle Storm and her first WNBA championship, rookie of the year and major and MVP of the season. Big ups, boo. Well, Congratulations that, to you. That team is young. And uh-huh. this is their second championship in three years. They're going to be a went row around for a while. So I, like, I, I think we got the makings of a dynasty um, on our hands there. So. Absolutely. And Brianna Stewart, I I watched the highlights because I'm a, I'm a highlights person. I can't say that I watched the full game because I, I didn't chill. I didn't even know it was well. But anyway, I did watch the highlights. And she is an absolute beast against the boards, offensive and defensive. She is a beast. And like I say, congrats to you. You deserved every point. Her last game, she scored 29 points, eight rebounds. Mm-hmm. That was a feat in itself. And she deserved. And I think you told me they won 90 to 52. Yeah, 90. Yeah, 90. I think the 52. Yeah, they 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 basically went there. So the Las like, Vegas Aces didn't even show up. We were like, girl, we're just gonna run out there and play it on whip our ass too bad. <laughs> I mean, pretty much. I mean, you know, they swept the series. Like the Aces didn't win a game the entire finals. And I think that's the reason why it hasn't gotten a lot of coverage because that they, Seattle just came in there. It's like, all right, we done playing with y'all. <laughs> okay, here we go. <laughs> whoosh, whoosh. You just kept going back and forth. So absolutely. So big ups to them. We wanted to give a, a big congratulatory to them and all our girls listening. 
uh, you know, our our realm of women's sports will definitely come back because I know women's basketball is coming back next month in November. So we'll be definitely looking into some of that stuff as well because I know that's some things that I also like to watch when I look to Lady Tiger um, and a few other things. And, of course, so we'll be definitely looking into that as well. Um, and the French Open is happening, I, I think. Is it, Kenny? I think so. Yeah, that's going on right now. I, I know Nafe, uh, Rafael Nadal hasn't lost a set yet. <laughs> um, but, you know, he like he's pretty much – I mean, he's he's – owned the clay court his entire career he's just like really yeah. difficult to beat you know on clay um i believe novak Them. Djokovic is 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 is, is uh is, is in this one um yes. i haven't i haven't looked to check back up on serena um and see how she's doing um but i do know that um uh my my haitian japanese queen naomi uh, naomi osaka is not in this one because she's nursing a hamstring injury that she had when she won the u.s open um so i i'll have to take a look back on that but last i saw i know serena had just won a match i think that was like a day or two ago um but i haven't i haven't checked back since so um Mm -hmm. what was it so yeah, but, but big ups to, once again, the Seattle Star. Moving on, though, um, we are in the thick of it of the MLB postseason. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are in the thick of it, and it's gotten good. Yeah. Uh, really good, actually. Um, of course, congrats to our Braves for going up 2-0 today. Mm-hmm. Um, one, game away from moving, one game away from moving to um, the in us, in National League Championship Series. Yeah. Um, Right now, I also know that the Oakland Athletics staved off elimination by beating the Houston Astros, which, thank the Lord, because I really don't want to see the Houston Astros move on and do absolutely goddamn nothing. They've surprised me. They've surprised the hell out of me. Because, you know, I mean, they kind of limped into the postseason. They didn't have a winning record. And, ah, yeah. I mean, and they, uh, I mean, on the strength of, like, you know, I mean, their, their, their starting pitching has been nothing short of phenomenal. Um, mm-hmm. so, you know, good for them. I, you know, what's, what's been the most interesting for me is this Yankees team and, you know, listeners, anybody well, from the South that happens to be a Braves fan knows that you have to be diametric. You have to be absolutely just, I, I hate the, again, I hate the, hates a strong word, but I'll put it like this. I literally would go to any MLB ballpark in this country. You literally could not pay me to step a foot in Yankee Stadium unless I'm setting that bitch on fire. <laughs> well, ladies and gentlemen, I think you and I feel the same way, but there should be a congrats in order right now because in the bottom of the end of the seventh inning, the Tampa Bay Rays are up eight to two in an elimination Good. game for the Yankees. Good. So big up to the Tampa Bay Rays. Yes. I don't like the Yankees. Every time I say the Yankees in my, with, amongst my husband, he just cringes. So yeah. I, I understand it. Yeah, I, I, I completely understand the lows for them. Trust me, I understand. So let's hope that the Rays can hold on to that. Um, the Dodgers are leading at the top of the four, three games to one. I fully expect them to move on in the best of three series. Or is it? Yeah, it's no, the best no, of three, they're not right? best of three anymore. Not in the ALD. That's where I thought they are. No, it's the best of five. It's best of five in this series. Yeah, you're right. It's yeah, the best it's of five. five Absolutely. I'm yeah. so sorry about that. So not an elimination game for the Yankees, but still eight to two with the Rays being up. I'm all for it. Um, of course, the Braves won it in, as I said again, in the athletic staved off elimination. So, um, real quick, completely- real quick, I will say this. Did you see that home run that Giancarlo Stanton hit the other day? Yes. I was like, 
Let mama touch her pearls and make sure I'm all right. right. Girl. I was, I was like, look, look, somebody need to go test him immediately. Cause it's not that shit. Right. <laughs> I have not seen like that looked like some Mark old school Mark McGuire, like Sammy Sosa, like Albert Bell type. Like, I mean, it was just I think they said I, I was reading an article, they said that the ball was traveling on over 118 miles per hour out the stadium. That's just ridiculous. Like I, I, I like I don't I haven't seen a home run like that in a very not since not since the steroid era. <laughs> like that was crazy. Right? That was crazy. It were you know who is, but you know I will say and I don't want to get too far off topic, but I you know you used to hit the ball like that, Gary Sheffield. Yes. I used to, I used to be a big fan of Gary Sheffield because nobody used to hit the ball as hard as he did. Like yeah. I just, like I said, watching him hit the ball, I was like, good God, boy. I'm <laughs> for your wife or girl, because you wear high. <laughs> I about myself, and I was like, Lord, just, just one time. <laughs> That's the gay portion of me, America. Welcome to it. Um, oh, no. But yes. Um, I do, I will say, though, I do hope, I, I, I do hope that the Rays, you know, continue on. I, I, I think that I, I've always known that the Yankees were playing for they were playing to try to to push this to a game five so they can bring their ace back from game one. Like that's what they're right. hoping, that's what they're hoping to do. And I think it would be who the Rays to try to put this one away before they have to face that, because you just don't know. The, the, you just don't know when the Yankee a team like the Yankees who have the 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 talent and to be able to hit home runs at a high clip the but the problem is you know when you when you live and die on the on the home run it's streaky but you don't know when that streak is going to start and end so you know just play solid baseball rely on your pitching your bullpen and just put them away very true well said sis mm. so with that, ladies and gentlemen, I will say that that ends our hits of the week, mm-hmm. um, which I've enjoyed. They were no, they were yeah, it was good. No, they I were like fun I... with <laughs> um, Let's 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 briefly go through our picks. I think we only have three this week. Yeah, we only have three um, this week. Um, so we uh, we met, uh, so we got uh, first up. We got the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are playing the Bears. I'm excited tomorrow. You have no idea. Um, the first meeting of, of when Nick Foles took Tom Brady to task in the Super Bowl with the Philadelphia Eagles um, mm-hmm. to see the matchup again. I will say that I'm excited because Nick Foles, I hope, will give Tom Brady another ass whipping. I'm hoping. I just don't see it. Um, unfortunately... We can keep our fingers crossed, but unfortunately, what I was hoping wouldn't happen seems to be happening. Um, Tom Brady looked extremely comfortable under center and in the pocket uh, last week. And the offensive line play has turned out to be pretty damn good, which was we, we both said was very important because obviously, you know, Tom Brady's being held together by God knows whether technology that teeth. TP3 or whatever that bullshit he's on like <laughs> it's on. Um, Mike Evans with 
seven catches for 122 it's yards. Fine. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I am, but you know, he, you know, it, it, it like he's, he, I've seen this step up from him. Um, so we'll see. You know, gel. Don't get it twisted. They're starting to gel. I get it. Absolutely. Right. Except for Rob Gronkowski, ass, his slow ass. He maybe should take a page and sit down for a second. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm hoping is this. The Bears, the and the Bears, like you know, they, 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 I th- they what they won, they won nineteen to eleven last week. Is that what it was? Or they lost the? To... Oh, I'm not sure. Oh, no. The point is, uh, you know, I, the point is, nineteen points is not going to be enough to beat them. And I just right. so we'll see, we'll see. Mm-hmm. So, I'm taking the Bears by ten. I'm being mm. generous this week. I know. Real, you're being real generous. I want to see I'm, Nick Foles getting that ass again. I do. I because I cannot stand Tom Brady. I cannot stand Tom Brady. You need me to say well, that again? Well, I don't like him either. But I think that I think you let your emotion get away with it because I'm going Bucks by ten. <laughs> so we'll see. We haven't been there. That we haven't been that far apart. Like I don't think at all. Like this season. So it's gonna be interesting. So definitely looking forward to that tomorrow. Definitely. Next up, Colts versus Browns. All right. So um, the Colts defense leads the league in pretty much every statistical category. Mm -hmm. Um, But I had to take a second to stop and take a look at who they played. And so far, they lost to the Jags, which, you know, that's (laughs) embarrassing. And um, but they they they're three one. They beat the Jets, the Vikings, and they beat a Bears, a Mitchell Trubisky run Bears. So I'm interested to see if this defense is real because they haven't particularly been tested before. Um, I think the Browns are going to continue to lean on their their offensive line and running game, even without Nick Chubb. Um, but I think the Colts offense lacks identity. And I think the reason why is because Phillip Rivers has not accepted his role. <laughs> he needs to learn right. to stay in his lane. And I've you, used I've, <laughs> he does. what lane you want him to roll. Yeah, exactly. He needs to stay in his lane. Like I've used this, I've used this like this this example like several times because I've seen it work, you know, with Denver Broncos and Peyton Manning. And Peyton Manning knew he was like, okay, I'm not here <laughs> to like, you know, to pass the ball 35, 30 times a game and, you know, and, and go plus, plus seven yards in the attempt or whatever the case may be. I'm here to be a game manager and not make mistakes and blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah. And we all know that Phillip Rivers, Achilles heel has always been, he has a proclivity to force the ball and yeah. try to do too much. And I think that if he just settles in and realizes that he has the potential to have a really great defense that can, and, and if they can control the clock and control possessions with the run game, do some sense, maybe take a few shots here and there, you know, if it's open, but don't, but don't put the ball and put the game on his shoulders and expect him to go out and win. Um, I think if they do that, then 
you know, the division, their division is not particularly strong because Houston is not looking up the snuff. Um, so I am actually, this is a difficult one to pick. Um, so I think I'm going to, I think it's going to be close because I think they both are going to try to play the same game. But I think that with a few trick plays and, and creative play calling from the Browns, I think that will get it done. So I'm going to go Browns by three. Huh. I'm, I'm also going to go Browns just because I, I want to see them step up to the plate and, and kind of get over that hump of beating someone worthy. Um, you get what I'm saying? The Cowboys mm-hmm. aren't really worthy in a sense. But, um, prior to that, they beat the Bengals and I forgot who else. <clears throat> but anyhow, um, Philip Rivers and that casting crew, Frank Wright, head coach, has done an amazing job. And even getting Philip Rivers to do what he has done. Um, mm-hmm. But I am going to go with Browns by three as well. It's going to be a very interesting game to watch with defenses on the both side and, and Baker doing what Baker can try to do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to go Browns by three. Okay. All right. I will. I do want to, before we move on, I do want to give a shout out to Stefan Diggs, who is playing like the best wide receiver, uh, like not only on the Browns, but just like in the league right now. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I've just seen, Baker Mayfield needs a a receiver like him that you can just throw up a 50-50 ball and have confidence that your guy is going to come down with it. Come down with and, it. And Absolutely. that's what Stephon Diggs has done so far this season. So big shout out to him because he's definitely taken a step for his career and showed me some some things this season. So I, I am happy for him. Like I, I think I think he's done a great job. That's good. Well, sliding into that, we have the battle of the unbeaten in the AFC. The Bills versus the mighty, mighty, unruly-ass Tennessee Titans who went to work out when they wasn't supposed to. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, but battle of the unbeatens. Um, I'm now kind of a fan of the Buffalo Bills, actually. They've, they've shown me a few things. They've, they've shown me a few me. things. Yeah, they've definitely grown on me. Um, Josh Allen, you know, well, I He's completing over 70% of his passes. Nine, I think it was over nine yards, yards per attempt, which is insane. Um, I think I was reading, I was reading a statistic. They said that Joe Montana and for some ridiculous reason, Ryan Tannehill are the only two quarterbacks in NFL history that have kept that, that, that stat through an entire season. So, you know, we'll see if he's able to do that. Um, the, uh, only, the only issue, uh, I have with, with Josh Allen is his recklessness at times. Like, for example, that, you know, did you see that play where he fell trying to hand the ball off <laughs> in the fourth quarter with one minute and 28 seconds to go mm-hmm. and they were up by 30 to 23. And I'm just like, you know how bad that could have gone for you? Like, right. <laughs> um, uh, but, but like, I, for the time being, I'm actually a believer in the Bills. And so, yeah, I'm going to go, um, I'm going to go Bills by seven. I'm, I'm, like I said, I'm still a fan. Um, I'm going to go Bills. Yeah, Bills still by, I'm going to say 10. Um, they'll, the, the Titans will make things a little interesting. Um, but depending on who gets to play this Sunday and who doesn't is a good question. 
That was going to be the caveat I was going to throw in there because there's no guarantee that they're going to be playing at all. Right. (laughs) You know, know, the bad boys of the AFC, not the Raiders, known as the Titans, um, might not play this week. But um, if they do, I'm going to say Bills by 10. Okay. Um, So definitely. um, I I think those are my favorite three. I would say the Saints and the Chargers. I just don't feel like it because, well – Mm. I just don't. I just don't. <laughs> I'm gonna let that rest. Well, I'm gonna lay off the Saints this week, and I'll, I'll if I have to chime in next week on my on what will be episode six, ladies and gentlemen. We've made it that far. Um, I will then. But that, ladies and gentlemen, concludes our picks of the week. Um, I get to introduce always, as I do every week, with such enthusiasm because it makes me smile and it makes my week go by a lot faster. <laughs> Um, because I get to listen to her go on and on and on and on and on and on. And on. But my very best friend go on about Kenny's rant. Um, so here it goes. Okay. You know, <laughs> I've talked a little bit about this, and I've taken a moratorium from the news and politics for a while because it was, you know, having damaging effects on my, on my mental health. The biggest issue that I have is do not insult my intelligence. And it seems to me that the two professions that have no problem with looking in your face and lying to you and trying to tell you that what you see clearly with your own two damn eyes is not true and have no problem doing it is politicians and con artists, (laughs) which if you look at it these days are pretty much the same thing. I'm going to add a third to that list. Cowboy fans, y'all are now added to that list because I am sick and tired of y'all trying to explain to me that, oh, well, we're just, we're this close to turning it around and it's going to be great after X, Y, and Z, blah, 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 blah. And it's just like, you know, read the writing on the wall. It's not going to happen. I'm sorry. Like, accept your loss. Go ahead and break up with them like I did the Falcons. It's okay. It's fine. You'll be all right. That's the only way they're going to pay attention to you. How do you expect different if you keep going back to them? Like, (laughs) (laughs) Jasmine Sullivan didn't teach y'all that? Like, like, why they doing you so wrong, you keep holding them down? That's what I am sick and tired of hearing from the Cowboys themselves and the Cowboys fans who buy the bullshit that the Cowboys keep selling them. So let me tell you what's going to happen. They're going to go and beat the New York Giants as they supposed to. And they're going to want credit for doing what they're supposed to. And then, see, so you know, you're going to have them sitting up there in my face, Mike McCarthy, talking about, yeah, see, things are coming together. And we buttoned up and blah, blah, blah. And all you beat the, the, the Giants. The motherfucking Giants. You were supposed to. So don't piss on me and call it win. I'm over it. Like, no, don't insult my intelligence. Like, good, save it. Save it. You, your, your division is trash. Like that you- entire vision, and it's so sad that they st- at one and three, the Cowboys still lead that division. Right? I just, I can't with them. I can't. I just, I just absolutely can't. The hubris of them living off their past like disgusts me to no end, and I'm just over it. I, um, I have one more quick rant too. Sure. <laughs> Because the hubris is the is the emphasis of my <laughs> the word one. of the day. The word of the day is hubris. Because <laughs> N- NFL, 
y'all, your hubris is going to get the best of you. I sincerely question whether or not you're going to be able to finish this season. And the reason why is because you put all the eggs in your basket on what you're calling a virtual bubble. That's not a fucking thing. <laughs> no, just, I heard it's that It's not too. a thing. It's not a thing. A virtual bubble is not a thing. Y'all, the NFL appears to be fixated on individuals and team defiance as the source of the issue as opposed to the as opposed to their unrealistic expectations for life in and around this what they so call you know virtual football bubble the fact of the matter is you got you know a mixture of young men with and people with families and kids and everything that you are not exercising any control over going home or going out or doing their thing and expecting them to come together and play a football game and then and then and then and enforce social distancing before and after the games and whatnot like it's just absolutely asinine to me and i and i feel like i feel like a part of this is is also the owners just being cheap and the fact uh-huh. of the matter is if you want your season to go forward you want to try to stop the bleeding and make this as it make the best situation possible I've heard every excuse about it's not feasible because the NFL rosters are so big and there's so much support staff and all that goes into it. Do you know how much money the NFL makes? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, if you want it to happen, spend the goddamn money, Their and, money. Cre- and create a for real bubble. That's the only way this is going to work because I truly question. We've already had two breakouts. Well, I guess officially one. It's 22 people in the Titans organization that have tested positive and they still are having positive tests pop up. Like That's kind of how this thing works. And God knows, I don't think the Patriots are out of the water yet. because No, not with just one player. No, they're not out of the water yet. They're not. And at this point, I think we have four other teams, as I was reading, that have players that tested positive, including the Falcons. Um, the Patriots, as we said, Kansas City had a player and the Raiders. Um, I, I really, th- I mean, the Patriots, everything is pointing to is looking like they're on the verge of being the next breakout. So I need them to humble themselves, stop penny pinching, stop bowing down and, 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 and bowing down to these owners and make them come out of pocket because they're going to be fine. Like, the NFL, there, there ain't nobody missing no meals button and no owners on the table. At all, the NFL is the most profitable, like literally the most profitable professional sports uh, um, league and sports around and sports. I mean, it's in this country for sure. But I, you know, I don't know. I don't have the, the raw data. But I mean, I would venture to say in the entire world, maybe like you know, maybe they make billions Premier, of dollars a year. Yeah, maybe the Premier League comes close or or, or is more. But but other than that. I, it, it just spend the money. Just do it and stop. Stop acting like that. Like these individual players or team defiance is the root of the issue. And and just look at the reality of situation. Like either you just make the decision that you're you you made the decision either that you're trying to make it through a season or you just made the decision that your goal was to minimize risk. And if that's if that is the case. You're going to continue to have these things happen. You're going to continue to have to lose or postpone games. And then you're going to get to a point where 
we may conceivably be questioning the results of this season because they're going to be so severely affected by COVID-19 absences and, 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 and postponed or canceled games. And I'm just, I'm, I'm just, uh, I just, I'm over the press conferences. I'm talking about, you know, finding players and investigating and whatnot. What's to investigate? Right. I'm a twenty. I, I'm a twenty-two year old. I'm a twenty-two-year-old millionaire, <laughs> and, <laughs> and, and, and and you're not watching me. What I you, do, <laughs> and, you, and you put me on an honor system. Okay. Right. Well, you know, I I asked her before she came over if she got like, <laughs> like what do you expect? I don't know. Like so, yeah. So that's it. Like that. That those are my rants of the week because. Uh, my the, the both of those things really grind my gears. <laughs> my I'm with you. I just started. like I said, I'm with you that I don't think they'll be able to complete it unless some drastic things happen. They issue new protocols, but you had to. You're the you're the you're the league that everyone watches. Everyone goes to for some sort of sanity, some sort of normalcy in their lives. Protocols um, ain't gonna do shit. Protocols but it ain't, ain't doing do shit if you don't. They're gonna have to. You they're gonna have to create a real bubble. That's the only exactly. way this is gonna work. You're, you're a full, have to ship con- them to three you're a full contact sport. Like exactly. you're a full contact sport and you're not making people live in a contained, live and work in a contained environment. So they're going out into their communities and coming back and then playing a full contact sport every week. Like it's, it's, it's just, it's asinine. It's absolutely asinine. And what, what concerns me more is what, what is college football not telling us? <laughs> Yeah. Let's talk about that. <laughs> wow. All right. Anywho, I'm done. I'm done. Um, I, ladies and gentlemen, as I said again, I look forward to this every week. Um, um, Kenny's rant is always fun. It's always informative. It's always needed for us to get a different insight from our side of things. Um, with that being said, I discussed this with my sister, um, this past yesterday when we did pre-production, I want to leave you guys with one thing. And she concurred. We are literally 26 days away from what will be the biggest election of our lives. I don't give a damn if you're gay, straight man, woman, old enough to vote means go out and do it. It's no longer your circus. You're not your monkey. It is everybody's fucking circus at this point. Mm-hmm. Because we are 26 days away. If you need any information, please, we have a Facebook page. We have an Instagram page. Send us a note. We'll find it. I don't give a damn. I don't care what time it is. This, this for all of us, has to come to an end. Mm-hmm. I, I, one thing I give my job credit for, and I, I, as much as I hate going to work sometimes, I think we all say that says, fuck, do I really need to go to work today? But today they made it a point on November the 3rd that we will know, we will not be at work. We will make sure that all of our employees are voted. We will make sure that if you need to go and vote, you have somewhere to do it. Um, Mm -hmm. So big ups to T-Mobile for doing that for us today. They, they sent out a notice to us today. So on behalf of myself, hold on, hold on. I got like real quick. Go ahead. Let's go ahead and make sure everybody knows that you can find us on Instagram at who underscore is that underscore rises underscore up. You can find us on Facebook now. That's up and running as well. Mm-hmm. Who that rises up. Come by, you know, and dialogue with us. Like, if you don't like us, that's cool, too. Just, you know, feel free. To hit so us let us know something. 
Let right. us know something. We're all up for a good debate. That's one that's happening on TV. We're all up for a good debate. Good, right. bad, or indifferent. We're gays. We right, know how exactly. to go. <laughs> We're gays, honey. We know how to have a good time, throw shade, and then hug and cry and go drink later. This is what right. we do. It's, don't get upset if your films get hurt. Right. <laughs> I, 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 my sister and I, are, we, we know how to be petty as well. <laughs> my girl, we know we ain't had to say that, but, you know, it is what it is. But we welcome everything good, bad, and all things in between, as we always say. All right, sorry. You're good. All right, ladies and gentlemen. We've all been drinking, but last, but like I said, we've been talking about it. Find us on Facebook. My good sister gave you the information, but go out and make a difference. Can't complain yeah. if you don't vote. Um, Speaking of one, one last thing, too, I also wanted to mention real quick, because I, I really want to give some uh, uh, some praise to the Las Vegas Raiders who are partnering with uh, University of Nevada, Las Vegas to create the Al Davis and Eddie Robinson Leadership Academy, which will be, wow. yeah, be a program to um, create opportunities for people of color to uh, become coaches and uh, front office staff, executives, managers in the NFL, and I think it's absolutely phenomenal. Yeah. I'm, I'm so excited about it to them. Yeah, I was very, very, I was very impressed and happy to read about it. And a lesson, you know, one, you know, Al Davis may have lost his damn mind in his old age. What's lesser known about him was um, he was the first owner to hire an African-American coach when he promoted Art Seth. Oh, yeah. Um, So, you know, I I, I think that's amazing. Um, They are looking to build a campus this year and hopefully have it up and running by the end of 22-1. And I think it's a phenomenal thing that they're doing, and I'm very, very happy and proud of them. Wow. All right, then. So big ups to the Raiders. on that note, sis, we are episode five is in the books. Yes. Um, can I get, we are move, we are trucking this train right along. Um, so on behalf of my sister, myself, um, thank you for another great night, sis. Um, mm-hmm. And of all the sports where I remember boys, gays, and all things in between, sports is for everyone, including you. Good night, everyone. Good night. <laughs>